Murky, My brothers don't die, we just rusty ball. I tell you, I got to link Yo, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Laugh With Me, a Joke Daddy production with your host, Joe. Hey, you guys, I am your host, Joe. And I'm so glad you could make it to another episode of Laugh With Me. This week, we've got a very special guest. I like to call him the uh, the SoundCloud Dexter. The very funny Shad Foster. Shad, how you doing, man? What's up, dude? <laughs> the SoundCloud I think that's one of my favorite intros Dexter. I've ever gotten. <laughs> you know, I do what I can. You know, before we get too far into it, i got to bring up this mustache. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. Do the people know you have a mustache yet? I mean, I haven't, like, posted about it or anything. It's, there's videos of me with it on TikTok. That's about okay. It. That's the only thing I've been posting on lately. No, I, uh, so I had an opener a while ago about how I look like punk rock Ned Flanders. There's, like, a bunch of different Ned Flanders variations. Yeah. And I was on a podcast recently, and they, they introduced me as punk rock Ned Flanders Shad Foster. And nice. I was like, fuck it, I might as well lean into it. So I was just, like, growing a mustache now. You know, it looks good. <laughs> I mean, surprisingly, it really does. Because when I t- when I was like, I'm gonna grow a mustache. I was like, this is gonna look like shit, and I'm gonna shave it off in a week, and it just stuck. How long have you been working on it? Uh three weeks or so. Three weeks, all right. Yeah, that's solid. Trimming it. Okay. Maybe. I shaved this morning. Oh, did you? I did, dude. Yeah. I shaved my asshole yesterday, and it looks like that. <laughs> looks, like, <laughs> looks like shit. Thank Yo, you. Why? Why? <laughs> why the fuck does your ass hair grow so faster than all the rest of the hair on your body? You know, that's a fair question. That's, a, I don't know. Why does my chest hair continue to grow? There's that, no reason. There's no reason. Like, it just... I, I get some, and they're like four inches long. That's disgusting. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> you ever wake up with those random shoulder hairs? No. Oh. That are two inches long, and they, they sprung up overnight? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is this? Out of the Caterpillar? forest, too. Yeah. yeah just, <laughs> I, I, there is not a spot on my body that does not have hair. But you just got these random long ones just that spring up long overnight. Ones. You're like, what? Yeah. Damn yeah. caterpillar, dude! <laughs> what is this <laughs> shit? It's like a tree that didn't get cut down yeah. during the first the uh, deforestation. This? It's like grandfather. Would you, would you mow when it was wet or something? Got <laughs> <laughs> to sharpen my blade. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Of course, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We got enough right here. How you doing on that one? We got started a little early. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab another one. Plenty good. high. Good, because I'm gonna need another one. Plenty high. Were you smoking the marijuana? Somewhat. Sure. <laughs> I, I thought it was. I thought it was oregano, but. <laughs> um so let's hear so chat you are on laugh with me this is a spotlight on local comedians cool um so you are a local comedian i I would like to think so you are from tacoma i'm a very uh i've lived here a very long time okay i was born in virginia and then i lived in olympia for a little while but like my formative years were in tacoma okay so middle school up middle school that's how that counts i've been here longer than i've been anywhere else there you go so okay tacoma enough to have a you a military brat? Uh, in a weird way, yes, but in- <laughs> my dad was in the military, but my parents got divorced when I was two, so not really military okay. blah, but like I had BAH and shit, so. Okay. Uh- <laughs> 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 but you didn't have to like move around because of, no. because of him, because he just moved without you. Yeah, 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 yeah. He All just right. started new families in every every deployment station. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I have really do, I have nine brothers and sisters. Really? He like legit started new oh, families. Oh yeah, yeah. He would, he would like. Like, he moved my mom to Virginia, uh-huh. knocked her up, had a side chick, knocked her up, divorced my mom, married the side chick, wow. moved her to Maryland, knocked her up, divorced her because he knocked up another side chick in Indiana, then he moved to Indiana, <laughs> no knocked her way. up. Yeah, dude, I swear. See, my dad, he, uh, he didn't do that. What he did was he went and found other chicks who had kids. 
Oh, and he's like, he's another one? <laughs> that we were. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I've got, like, two other sets of, like, sisters and brothers. Yeah. Who are, like, step that he was married to for a time. Yeah. And then, and they're, like, my age. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's, why not? Yeah. I mean, I guess. Like, he's like, here, just go play with the other ones like you. Yeah. <laughs> it was all, I mean, every other weekend was fun. Yeah. <laughs> every other Christmas was cool, you know. Sometimes you had to share your presents with this other family, you know. He's like, I only bought one Nerf gun. Yeah. <laughs> so all of you 12-year-olds have to share it. <laughs> you get the Nerf gun, you get the bullets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Fight for it. Just fight each other. <laughs> the one that do, ends up with the full gun's the strongest kid. Do white I'll people do that for gifts? Like, like, like at share. Christmas, like, break up a gift, like, uh, like for, for Christmas this year, I got the kids a PlayStation. Oh, but you made them share it? But, like, I got, like, one a remote, one a video game, one open the PlayStation. Oh, so, like, when that one gets mad, they're like, I'm taking my PlayStation. Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> like the power cord. That's my cord! <laughs> you can buy them each a PlayStation. <laughs> no, it's... I didn't even buy a Play- PlayStation 5, I got the 4, I mean... That's a good time to get it. You know. They're not gonna appreciate a 5. Well, they're little, yeah. 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 I want to appreciate it. I got the good one, too. I got the... the oh, the Pro? The Pro. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I have. Yeah. And I got, uh... So I haven't gamed since I was in, like, 19 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like, we get this, and it's got VR. Oh, shit. And so I got It's the, a different world, I man. got the Spider-Man VR. How many times did you shoot yourself falling off a building? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not even... It's not even like that. It's, um... I, I'm, like, afraid of heights. Oh, so you're playing like, a whole game vertigo. that's 100 feet yes. at least. So I can climb the tallest building. <laughs> and jump off of and it. And I, I look over the edge, I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> and I just, like, step <laughs> off. I had to sit down. <laughs> Pass it. Oh, Dad fell asleep playing VR. <laughs> nope, he's unconscious. <laughs> Dude, my stomach flipped. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how I know, like, it's not just, like, me being fat and worried that a structure's gonna fail. No, it's, it's a like, real I fear. have a... Your feet are firmly on the ground, and you took a two-inch step and thought you fucking jumped off the Empire yeah. State Building. Yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I, I think I'm like too into into playing a game to get VR because, like, I, I play video games here and there, but I'm the I'm like I'm yelling at the TV. I'm like, ah! like jumping around and shit. <laughs> like, like, I have The Last of Us too. My girlfriend's been watching me play it, and. Uh, Half the time she's cracking up because I'm just like, oh shit, oh fuck, oh shit, oh fuck, oh shit, oh fuck. <laughs> like running away from something. Like, fuck, god damn it, piece of shit. If I was doing that in VR, I'd probably like break my TV or something. Oh, dude, we got Doom. Is that fun? On VR. I, and I haven't played Doom since it was like since on a it computer, was like, like an, like an 18-bit fucking computer yeah, game. Yeah, back in like 1999. Yeah. And were you even alive then? Yeah. Okay, you're like. I didn't you? play Doom, but I was alive <laughs> in '99. <laughs> Chad's like the youngest comedian in Tacoma. One of them. <laughs> One of them. Uh, so yeah, so I'm playing it on VR, dude, and I'm like crapping myself because yeah. it's I'm just like totally like actually immersed. Like I remember like being a kid, like turn off all the lights and like you're like right here in front of your screen. Yeah, you're fucking Commodore you know, 64. You... Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> dude, I got a Dell. <laughs> I had an e machine. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, you're, you're, you're a comedian, you're a young comedian, um, I wanted to ask you, what are your thoughts on the state of comedy in Tacoma? Uh, uh and I know that this past year, you can't really, oh, outside you can't of that? really judge it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, no, but like, Tacoma is my, it's my favorite area I've been to. 
Okay. And it, I feel like it's definitely the best, especially if you're a comedian, to go to within like the Seattle to Olympia area, because if you're a comedian, you're gonna be you're gonna have a lot more chances. You don't have to worry about sticking to one thing or another, and you like you don't have to please people. You can say something that's funny, and Tacoma appreciates that. And there's just there's a lot going on here, and like there's a lot going on in Seattle and Olympia too, but it's different. Like. Seattle comics don't do good in Tacoma or, or Olympia. Yeah. Unless they're really good. Yeah. And the same thing with Olympia to Seattle. But if you are from Tacoma and you can do good in one of those places, you can do good in all three because it's yeah. a different environment. But like, if you just, if you're an audience member, if you want to come and watch a funny show, if you subscribe to the, the hierarchy of jokes that are okay in Seattle, you'll like it there. Yeah. Or Olympia, you'll like it there. But if you just want to hear something funny that might not necessarily be politically correct or something <laughs> like that, you know? Like, you want to hear me talk about how I fucking hate kids? Yep. Tacoma's the place. Like, you're going to get something that's just going to be funny. And not like, mm, I hope this doesn't offend you. Yeah. Uh, Seattle is... Seattle's tough. I started in Seattle. Yeah. Um, I did Seattle exclusively for... Oh, jeez. Six months mm -hmm. before I even ventured into I went to Bob's yeah cool place interesting not Tacoma setting it's not it's not traditional Tacoma yeah it's not what I would call it. yeah it's a good it's a good place it's to a good go, place it's, I do, it's, I do it's like a good it. room as a comedian it's definitely a good place to fucking find out if your jokes are funny uh, absolutely like you you're not gonna get pity laughs there they are hard it's a hard crowd uh, it's usually a comedian's crowd which yep. usually if they're gonna listen they're gonna judge yep and uh, and that's fair yeah. Um, so I had to do. Honestly, a I lot wish of more comedians there. did that. I'm tired of hearing good set when someone sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way to get up there. Yeah. Stop no. with the participation trophies. Yeah. Hey, hey. If you want to like maybe write later, it's like, nah, you both suck. Don't teach him to suck like you. Like, <laughs> you know, or, good set, bro. No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't, man. Like, you did this, this, and this wrong. You can work on these. Like, yeah. you, you can you can constructively criticize someone's set without being a dick, but still not say good set. There's a lot of yes men. And comedy. Yeah. We and all want approval. We do. But I, I feel <laughs> like we're doing people a disservice by not being honest. No, I... We're saying, hey, you got legs there. Keep at it. Yeah. You don't even have to say anything, like, constructive. Just You'd be like, hey, man, if, you, if, you're, re if you're really married... <laughs> if you're really married to the stripper abortion joke, here's the way that you could make it better. I yeah. think this, this, and this would hit harder. Yeah. And I think this, this, and this make it clunky. Yeah. I didn't say your joke sucked. Yeah. But, I mean, how many stripper abortion jokes have you heard in the last year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, in the past year, not many, because oh, yeah, strippers yeah, yeah. aren't getting pregnant. But all of them were uh, at my show. <laughs> they weren't me, though. They were just the guy who kept showing up, signing up to open mics. That guy. That guy. Oh, man. So, so all right. So, we're able to ask Shad this, because he hosts a room. Yeah. You did host a room. Yeah, I had three. Yeah, when three. the quarantine hit, we had just picked up a third one. Really? Yep. Where at? Uh, uh God damn it! It's uh -oh. it's Adam Lucky's old show. Oh, uh, nice. Essence Lounge. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. We grabbed that room and then they were like, shut the bars down. Everything went I down. I think the next day. Yeah, it was tough. Um, what do you like about hosting an open mic? Uh, well, one, it's a guaranteed set for me every week, that I don't have to work for. In fact, most of the time, getting paid to do. Or at least drinking for free to do. Yeah. So that's one thing. Um, 
But uh, as a host, it teaches you to keep energy even if the crowd's not giving it back because your job is to hype everyone up. Yeah. And if the room's dead, you got to pull them out of that. And it yeah. teaches you how to do that on stage. Sometimes you tell a stripper abortion joke and it doesn't work and you got to make a joke about your dad leaving. Like, yeah. you got to reel them back in. Yeah. And it teaches you that very quickly. Um, it introduces you to people. I've met so many new people since running my own open mic. Like, people I didn't know at all who are fantastic comedians. It's made a lot of connections, both yeah. for me and them. And it's just, it, I don't know, I like, I like, I like the fact that I was like, hey, there's no open mics that I like being run the way that they are 100% going on. I'm just going to do it myself. There you go. And that's what I did. And, like, like I did shit different than a lot of people, and, like, it, they're all ran differently. Yeah. But I did things to a letter how I wanted them done. It's like, oh, hey, I don't like how this open mic signs up. Well, guess what? I'm going to do it this way at mine. Yeah. And, and like, it, it gave me that opportunity to expand on not only, like, my own personal credits as a comedian, things like that, but, like, it, it made me a better comic. Yeah. Because I, I got to perform in front of a tough audience 90% of the time. Yeah. Like, you've been there. There's... There was a couple of times we had a hot crowd, but most of the time it was bar regulars and comedians yep. who heard me tell the same joke yesterday. Absolutely. And so it was like, all right, I need we to didn't like things. it the first time. No, no. no. But I had I had a new punchline, so I had to say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. But, uh, so do you think hosting is an opportunity every comic should should have? I think. Or that, do you think you can just stay in the comedian lane? I know that there are people who are not good at hosting who are good comics. Okay. And Joe Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a horrible host. You just don't have practice. I that that's the thing. <laughs> you got yourself a pro I was a terrible host when I started. Yeah, when you started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you're, and then you're so much better to The Rona did <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I gave Give you another a, beer. I gave you a great intro every time I brought you on to that show. Or I made very <laughs> bad fun of you. <laughs> Arguably a good intro, though, because if the host spends five minutes talking shit about you, people are paying attention. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost, like, counterintuitive. The worst like, is great, what now Tony... now got a good build-up. What Tony would do to me is he'd be like, this next guy's a comedian, Chad Foster. <laughs> he'd bring me on with no intro. I'm like, motherfucker, at my own goddamn show. And I have to win the audience back. No, I, I, think that, I think that every comedian should give it a chance. Yeah. If you think you're above hosting, you're probably arrogant. Yeah. Or you, I mean, unless you're fucking a headliner on Comedy Central, in which case, you're right, stay in your lane. But I think every comedian should take that chance because it will give you opportunities you'll never have. And who knows? You might be a good host. You yeah. might be a better host than a comedian. Yeah. There's people that are like that, too. Absolutely. I I, I definitely think it's something that everybody should try. Mm -hmm. um, everybody should get the opportunity to. I don't think you should do it every set if you're not good at it. No. If, if you are much better at comedy and they're like, oh, this dude's great. Let's give him a shot at hosting. And they suck, but they're still good at comedy. Maybe that's just not their time. Yeah. Like maybe you give them a 10-minute spot yeah. instead of a, a feature, and that's their, their next step. Yeah. Is those filler, like, yeah. cold open spots. Yeah. You know, I, um, I was, I'm, that was cool to hear that you were trying to open up another room. Um, I think that that's the one thing that Tacoma's lacking is the amount of rooms. Yeah, yeah, there's... And the amount of comedians that are willing to come here. Yeah, it's like two, it's two steady rooms and then a rotating four. Yeah. That at every, any given day of the week or every given week they're, it's a, this place closed but this one opened. Yeah. Like... Yeah. No, there's, and especially, because there's a lot of rooms to perform in, but as an open micer, there's not a lot going on down here. Yeah. And that's why I, I pushed so hard to try and open a room. And yeah. it didn't happen until Corona and people were desperate. Like, I know. And then, you gotta get people and then you, in here. you picked up my mantle. I did. 
my show closed and your show opened. It was Providence. We had three fun weeks. And, that was good. And no Rona incidents. No. No, not a one. I think we just scared off all the old people that were regulars at that bar. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. we, we, have you told this story about how we just we just shotgun comedied them? We just <laughs> no, showed I haven't, up, actually. He just showed up and he started setting up a fucking stage. And none of these 50-plus-year-old bar mm. flies had any clue. 70-plus. Yeah. and then, like, They had left the Eagles Lounge. Yeah, yeah. And they come here for their... Their last, nightcap. Yeah. <laughs> and, like... Joe just grabs a fucking... And there's no light on you either, which is the worst. Because they, they can't see you. They just hear, Hey, guys, we're going to do comedy in a couple of minutes. And they're like, what the fuck did we... Who gave that dude a microphone? Is this oh, shitty karaoke night? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, I, I am poorly lit up there, aren't I? Normally. Yeah. Well, on that first show, you were real, the mic was so hot. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was like, <laughs> it was blowing out every time someone said a syllable. And like, you got up there and you just like hollered at him and you're like, hey, it's time to do comedy. And they're like, what the fuck did we sign up for? Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, not. And then you were like, be back here next week. And they were like, we're not going to the bar next week. <laughs> like, they did not. No. That's what Like, two to people me. showed up, they walked in and they were like, they're like, oh shit. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's Wednesday, isn't it? Damn it. <laughs> Gotta find a new bar. That's how it is at every bar, though. Like, we didn't have an audience when we first started our mic at the American. Yeah. We actually chased away a lot of business. And then we built an audience. It's tough. Because yeah. you want to tell people... You want to tell people, go to open mics. But they suck. <laughs> but you don't want to tell your friends, come see me at an open mic. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> Which they don't tell you in the beginning. Nope, they just let you do it. And then they're like, this fucking nerd, he brought seven people. That's definitely a, a new open micer. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, every time I'm like, hey guys, I think someone's going to come. They, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, oh yeah, yeah, my buddy from high school is going to be here. And they're yeah. like, is it past your fifth open mic? They're not fucking coming, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, hey, my mom's coming to this paid show and she wouldn't come. I get oh. a text an hour later. Oh shit, forgot about your show. <laughs> hey, listen, fuck you. <laughs> I was at your brother's thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was hanging out with his dad. <laughs> we thought we'd come join. <laughs> We got ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> he played catch with all of us. It was great. Yeah. Like, cool. <laughs> Taught him how to mow the lawn, yeah. how to throw a football. Yeah. <laughs> how was your comedy thing? <laughs> how was your little joke thingy? I do my little jokey jokes. <laughs> my little jokey jokes. <laughs> oh. oh, that's a that's a TikTok reference. Yeah. You're yeah. on the TikToks. I am on the TikToks. I was famous on the TikToks for like six months. Doing... Doing what? What'd you do? Just being me. Just talking shit. The video that got me famous was I was like, I had like four videos in a row reported. So I made a video and I was like, hey, fuck all you little ass kids who keep reporting my videos. You suck. You shouldn't follow me. Go fuck yourselves. Nice. And, and it, the comments were just kids talking shit to me. Nice. It was so funny. They're like, you live in your mom's basement and whatever. It's like, I live in an attic and it's not my mom's. So it's <laughs> my, my mom grandma's. My mom didn't have a basement. She lives in Washington. <laughs> I was in a trailer. Yeah. Um, I guess that was a callback to something that wasn't even recorded. I was yeah. giving Joe shit for recording in his basement because it floods. It does flood. <laughs> and and basements wouldn't flood if it didn't rain so much. We should be above ground, not four feet underground. <laughs> yeah, I can't even stand up in here. <laughs> you know, they don't need to know that this isn't a visual medium. Oh. This is all audio. Oh, no, that's why I got excited. <laughs> This ten foot ceiling. I want the cover for this uh, this episode to just be me trying to stand in this room. <laughs> I was actually thinking. I was actually thinking. I, I've been wanting to do TikToks, 
with me and my guest. Oh yeah. And put it on TikTok and then link just, it link it to the, just the throw podcast, a right? Just throw a camera. So we're we're gonna we're gonna do that before we're done here. Oh, I'm but, just gonna talk shit about your ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> you can stand on the chair, we'll hide the chair, okay. and you're like <laughs> How fucking tall are you, Joe? You're like, bah, bah, come down to get her. <laughs> Welcome to my like, oh. And you're like, are you fucking, you, you a Hispanic Smurf? What are you? I don't understand. Brock Torino. <laughs> Did I say his last name right? Hell no. <laughs> uh, Brock, you should come do my podcast. You'd fit wonderfully in my basement. Yeah, you, it's roomy. Yeah, you'd feel like Vaulted a giant. ceilings down here. <laughs> we love you, Brock. Please don't be mad at us. Don't be. Don't tell Naren. He'll make memes about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, So TikTok So you got famous uh, Yelling at little kids Yeah I was just talking shit To little kids and I love it Making videos of me Doing dumb shit Like I think I like Shot my ex-girlfriend With a Nerf gun A couple of times For TikTok Like And I was at like 170k followers Or some shit Dang. like that Yeah And then Legit. And then the government Was like hey Delete TikTok China's stealing your shit And I was like Delete Nah that wasn't the government That was Trump well, I mean I guess he's The government He's He's the Trump. He was the government. Um, no longer. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I, like, I was just like, I was fucking drunk when I read that. And I was like, ain't no trying to take my data from here. And, like, I got really patriotic. And I was like, what I see on my phone is my business. Stay away from my porn searches, China. And I just fucking deleted my account. And then he went and sat down and plugged into the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> no, like fucking, like two weeks later, I was like, I wonder if TikTok still exists, and I go to log in, but I deleted my account, and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> so I'm like slowly rebuilding. So it. it's not like Facebook, no, where like if you, you delete, delete it, it it's but it's not deleted. No, yeah, you could still like, hey, can I can I get on my Facebook? Oh, man, from I'm 2007. I'm sorry, I was mad. <laughs> yeah, I was just really angry. He's like, "No, no, no, come back in." No, TikTok's like, "Oh, you deleted your account? Fuck you!" Fuck you! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "God damn it!" <laughs> I'm so upset. Oh man. Um, I got on TikTok like a year and a half ago mm -hmm. and I did nothing with it. Yeah. I, I, I actually told Todd Royce and a few other comedians like, yo, you need to get on TikTok. Like this yeah. is like the next frontier. This is where everything's going to be popping up. I was off. right before they got on it. That's when I was like, oh, I'm big. And everyone was like, TikTok's fucking stupid. Yeah. And now all of us are on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, and I, I was just. I don't want to look like an idiot, even though yeah. I'm a comedian. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. use that term no big loosely. Yeah. Josh is in here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Josh. Yeah. I still haven't bought your comedy album. You should. It's good. Just on principle. You should. Just on principle. You should buy it. It's good. I'm going to. I promoted the hell out of it. I know. Everybody, go buy Josh Firestein's. Comedy album. Needless to say, it debuted at number one on the comedy iTunes album charts. I just pitched a show for him. That's good. No, that's great. Uh, no. Yeah, no, he debuted at number one. Maybe he'll actually come on my podcast now. <laughs> oh, no, he's famous. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, That's what I do. I, I ride the coattails. That's why I've been having everybody come in. Yeah. So then when you do get famous, I'm like, hey, remember that time? You remember, were in my basement? Remember you when you fucking sucked? Yeah. <laughs> Put yeah. me on your shows. Yeah. 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 Remember you're a horrible comedian? Yeah. Oh, man. Talking about being high at stoplights. Oh, yeah. I do have a joke about that. You do? I do. I have a couple jokes about I that. I actually really like that That bit that, that you do about being in the car. I wrote that I wrote that joke uh, 
sober, actually, on my way to Shakabra, I pulled up behind a cop, and I imagined this scenario in my head. Nice. And I got on stage. I'm like three months into comedy at this point. I get on stage, and I told the bit right up top, and it did great. And then I bombed the rest of the set. Nice. And I was like, all right, cool. That's a joke. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the oldest joke I've ever stuck with was that one. Really? Yeah, I think it was just the first like truly good structured joke I wrote, and I was like, this is dope. Okay. And then I've changed it over the over the course of two years and like wrapped in new things to you it. You add the Seven Eleven piece to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually, um, that is a, also a true story. It's a true story. I wasn't coked out though. Or no, I, I did. <laughs> I did walk into a Seven Eleven. Was... No, I walked into a Seven Eleven high as fuck. I was uh, I was fourteen. Uh, oh. And I walked in on a robbery. Oh okay. And I like didn't even notice at first. I grabbed some chips and I turned. And the, the clerk and the dude pointing a gun at the clerk are staring at me like, what the fuck? And I was just like, put the chips back down and walked out. And I was like, well, all right. <laughs> it, was like the, it was like the second time I'd ever smoked weed, so I was still convinced the cops were after me every nice. time I smoked. So I'm like, we got to go right now. <laughs> we have to fucking leave, dude. They're going to be like, he killed the, the shop attendant. I was like, I was like dude. Fucking, I just walked in on a robbery My and... fingerprints are everywhere. The cops are not going to believe that we're not high. I'm not, we can't even call the cops. Right. Because they're going to want to talk to us. And I just, like, freak the fuck out. Son, are you high? <laughs> are you are you on the... No, I call, I call the cops on you, man. I called, I called you. I pay your tax. I don't know why I'm drunk in the story now. <laughs> Slurring my words. <laughs> no, but I, I, like, I walked in on a robbery and I was like, oh, shit. And yeah. then I would like the next day I was like, You fucking pussy. <laughs> you're fourteen. You, you huge pussy. How did you not call the cops? You own a cell phone. Four emergencies. Like <laughs> Look at this guy brag, had a cell phone at fourteen. Well that was in two thousand must be ten? Twelve? Something? I don't know. You're an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird to think about that? I'm barely an adult. I have an adult child and I'm barely an adult. Like I'm not having kids, dude. <laughs> I don't feel like... I never wanted kids. I ended up with four. Like You're just bad at fucking rolling the dice. I mean, you know... Or Hispanic. <laughs> I can say that. You know, some of us shoot to kill. What can I say? Oh, that's all you. <laughs> I ain't a killer, but don't push me. <laughs> don't tempt me. <laughs> now I'm shooting empties. Um... <laughs> um Okay, so you just touched on um, close like one of your your oldest jokes. Yeah. So I'm, I want to ask, um, when did you start comedy? How I long started, have you been doing it? I've been doing comedy. I just rolled over my two year mark actually. I uh, January 9th, twenty nineteen was my first open mic. I decided I wanted to do it about two years before then, and I started writing, but I was like pussying about it, and was like, well, what if I'm not funny? Yeah. And so I. I Walked onto the stage with probably 20 minutes worth of material already written and gone over in a weird process that didn't work. I had to relearn how to write comedy. Yeah. But I was like, I got this material. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And uh, I did my first open mic and I did very well to my standards then. I couldn't tell you how well I did now. Because I, I, did you record it? No, I didn't record my first. I recorded my second, which was uh, significantly worse. Like, I noticed. How much, uh, how soon after your first one did you do your second? Uh, two weeks later. Okay. Because I, I signed up at Tacoma Comedy Club. And Is that put, where you did your first day? Yep. That's where really? I did comedy my first two months before I knew about other mics. <clears throat> Was, uh, I got onto as many weekly open mics as I could. Learned about the, the name bucket. I think 
my third open mic, so I started coming to every single one, watching, learning shit, and just like trying to figure it out. That's my it's my favorite place to do comedy, actually. Okay. It's a fantastic place. I I went in there and I felt like I crushed the first time and then the second time I didn't do as good, but I recorded it and I was like, I want that feeling of the first one again. Yeah. And then I started working up to it and it's like drugs so you're just like i want the first one and, and then you get there and then you live off that memory until you get there again yeah yeah it, that's a cool venue to do for your first time so you're actually so we started about the same time yeah i started in february of 19 mm. yeah because i uh, met you that summer at shaka bra at shaka bra mm-hmm. yeah because uh, I had just moved down to Tacoma, and that's... We started working together immediately. I think you were on uh, the Comedy Hour, the other yes. show that I run, briefly after that. Yes. Yeah. Tony, Tony West started that right away. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, brought, that summer. Yeah, he brought me on production a couple months later. But yeah, that whole summer, we like set up shows together and shit. Yeah. And I hosted, and you did feature sets a couple of times. I did, I did one feature, but I did... I opened... You opened a lot. Twice. No, three times. Yeah, three times. I was gonna say, three times. Three times. And I did a. Oh, no, I did a. I did a. You were on I the show a few times. A couple times. Yeah. I gave you a feature almost every time I hosted. You did. You always helped me set up. Always, so I was like feature or at least open. Yeah, I loved it. That's a great. That was a. That was a hard room. That was a special room. You I earned every really laugh you got in room. that room. Yeah. Every you couldn't not be on. Yeah. Tony and I have talked about this a handful of times on our podcast, but uh, it, it like. Their comedians would come in there thinking shit was sweet and they had an audience. Yeah. And they would they would bomb. Yeah. Because they're they you have to earn that room. Yeah. You gotta get their attention and you have to hold it. Because if you're not funny, it. they're gonna turn back around. Yeah. Every time. Or they'll talk shit. Oh, they will talk cash shit to you. And yeah. You and can not tell feel them, you bad. can tell them to shut up all you want. They're not gonna. Yeah, we got in trouble because Tony called someone a honky once. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They got mad at us for that. <laughs> I really like that show. I actually had um Actually, yeah, my first feature that that there, I had my uh, cousin hit me up. I saw my cousin checked in in Seattle, and he's from the Bay Area. I remember that. And I was like... You're like, the fuck are you doing up here? Primo, like, what's <laughs> up? Like, come to this thing. And yeah, he's we like... we had no idea that was your family. We were, we were like, making jokes about it. We were like, Mexicans. The, we were like, did Joe bring the Mexicans? And then you're like, and that's my family. I haven't seen him forever and his whole family. And we were like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a killer night. That was a lot of fun. Um, I don't even think I was particularly funny that night. I think we gave you shit for, like, bringing people. And you're like, I didn't even mean to. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I did it. It was totally like I wanted to see my cousin. He was leaving the next morning. For, yeah, so you're like, hey, an Alaskan cruise. Yeah, come do this thing and get drunk. Yeah, yeah. And and usually when my family pops in, they're like, Nah, I'm only here for 24 hours. And, yeah, uh, I'm really tired. Customs. <laughs> you know, I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta get my bumper inspected. <laughs> you know how it is. Um. So we went over the... Oh, okay. Uh, why did you want to do comedy? Uh, I actually... I just told this story on my podcast. It's oh. so funny. But I got shit on on mine, so I'll tell it for real here. Um, no, I I was always into performing arts, but I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. Like, I sucked at playing instruments. I had a man voice. Like, it wasn't good. It wasn't bad. Drama was fun, but high school kind of cut that off quick. Because yeah. I was like, I'm already a fucking weird kid. I'm going to be a drama kid, too. So I quit that, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck I want to do. And then I was, I went on, I always liked watching stand-up. 
and I went on like a bender of watching Netflix stand-up specials one day. Nice. And I was watching I Am Brent Morin, and I was like, bing! I want to do that. Okay. I was like, I'm funny. I like talking. I like attention. I can do that. I can be funny. I can do that. And I, that's when I started writing. I, like, I, I have another... All of my jokes are based in fact, and I'm just not really realizing this. But I have another joke where I like told my ex-girlfriend that I wanted to do comedy. And she was like, why, you're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> so she said to me, and I actually stopped telling that joke when she came to a TCC open mic I was on. <laughs> Last time I told it, I was like, bah, 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 bah. And then I like did a closer real quick. And I was oh. like, real quick before I get out of here. Uh, that last joke I told, 100%, 100% true story, and she's right here. Everyone put your hands together for it, and then I said her name and pointed at her. Oh. Yeah. Cross the line a little bit. No, 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 no. Oh, you liked my, it? I was in my time. Nice. They loved it. Okay. And then I got off stage, and she's like wide-eyed, stared at me, and her boyfriend was sitting next nice. to her. And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, got no. Him. And I sat in the back of the comics booth, surrounded by people the rest of the night. I was like, ah, <laughs> should have done that. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, you know, I I pull 99% of my jokes are from my life. Yeah. Uh, like, based on a true incident that happened to me. Or something. I think, I think I have one joke. It's my pumpkin spice. Oh, pumpkin the, the spice farmer's joke. market joke? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, farmer's market. No, that's real. Uh, pumpkin spice is I have an allergic reaction oh, to pumpkin yes, spice. Yeah. I don't want to give it away on the podcast. That's a gem. Yeah. That's a seasonal gem that only comes out. At Thanksgiving time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have, a, I have a handful that aren't necessarily true, but all of them stem from some sort of yeah. something. Like, yeah. I, I don't really hate my brother, but all of the reasons that I hate him in the joke are true things. Yeah. He does know his dad. He is in college. He just left for college today, actually. Oh, look at that. Yeah, he just Shout out to, to Chad's little brother, who's going to be way more successful. Oh, for sure. Uh, even if it's just doing data entry. He's, he's going to see six figures long before I do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, at least you got six inches you're working with. Yeah. No, he's taller than me. No. <laughs> By a lot. It's like six six. Yeah, but I saw him dancing on the side of the road selling mattresses. <laughs> I, I see you, you did. I thought you were giving me shit about that. I thought you were kidding. And then I asked, I or he like heard it. My mom was like, "Is that true?" And I was like, "He's like, yeah." When I had that fundraiser, I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Shad? No, yeah. that's Shad's brother. Yeah, you <laughs> asked me. You were like, were you standing outside dressed as a mattress? And I was like, how high are you? <laughs> what are you talking about? And then you told me, and I was like, I don't, maybe. Like, I got a brother that looks like, he's like, I think it was your brother. And I was like, I don't think so. And then you met him. Yeah. And you were like, I saw you on the side of the road dancing like a mattress, and he just turned bright red. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit, you did. <laughs> oh, man. Tacoma. That's how you know you're home. You know, yeah. I had been here for about a year at that point, and I saw that, and I was like, okay. Yeah. Tacoma's now officially my home. <laughs> it's, it's where like, I live. Like, this yeah. is it. This, yep. is, this is my claim to fame when I write my autobiography. Yeah. I mean, obviously, when you start getting comedy central things, they're going to say a comedian from Seattle. <laughs> no one ever says a comedian from Tacoma. And it, which is horrible, because I want, like... Like, I want to rep my old, like, where I grew up, like, yeah. which is South Seattle. It's Burien. Yep. And I want to rep it so hard. Joe Coy grew up down here, and he's still a comedian from Seattle. From Seattle, yeah. yeah. But he, he's, from, he's from Federal Way. I know. 
That's not. It's from Pierce County. No, that's still King County. Oh, is that King? Yeah. Uh, yep. That's, 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 that's the most Pierce King County you can get. <laughs> <laughs> you can be in Tacoma and accidentally end up in Federal Way. I do it a lot. Yeah. Well, uh, 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 Browns Point. Yeah. Which, by the way, zero brown people. Yeah, it's all white. Zero. Even the even the fucking poor people there are white. Yeah, which is funny because when you go to White Center. It's all brown people. I am a fucking spectacle there. Because <laughs> I'm very white, very tall, very skinny, and I do very well when I perform in White Center. So they're like, who's this white boy getting on the stage? And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> He's nice. not that white. Yeah. Very nice. Nice. They're like, where are you from? Tacoma? I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, ah, that makes sense. That's why you get it up here. <laughs> I love it, man. What, um, all right, tell me. What's your um, worst experience with comedy? Oh, man. Whether it was... It's one specific joke. He's already got it. Uh, it fucking... It's the only set I've ever not been able to listen to. It's... <laughs> it hurts me to, to fucking think about. Um, okay, so, was this a show or an open mic? No, no, mic? it was an open mic. Okay. It was at Shakabra. Okay. Shakabra was a very hit or miss room as far as crowd went. And I go up there... Shakabra, rest in peace. Yeah, I fucking missed that show. Um, but I go up there and... Uh, it's already a light crowd. And this is when I was still writing bits where, like, I would try to make, like, a full three-minute set about one subject instead of just telling jokes. Okay. So I wrote out this whole bit about anti-vaxxers and how stupid it is because it was very topical at the time. <laughs> and I'm like, well, who vaccinates their kids? And I got one clap. And that was, like, the most you heard for the oh. rest of the set. Because I was talking about it, and I was like, oh, what's her name? Who promoted it? I was like... People are like, oh yeah, we're gonna listen to the girl with the tits from MTV. Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, how do you think that fucking works? And this is the worst thing I've ever done on stage. It's so bad. But I was like, I was like, how do you think life is at her house? Like, her son's like, why do I have polio? And she's like, well, we vaccinated your brother, and he's different. <laughs> and like, some dude walks in, and he's like, but at least I could walk. And dead fucking silence i'm like a minute 20 into my set and i was like have a good night and i just fucking got off stage and i still to this day can't really listen to that recording have you ever told that joke again no no you heard it here people yeah no. i think that's funny that, it's uh, funny now because i know how to tell it oh uh, okay dare i say that joke has legs fully <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> people have legs they just don't work I like mean, that joke <laughs> So it did have legs, they were just in braces. Yeah. <laughs> Arguably, anti-vaxxers killed that joke. It needs a crutch. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's like, it's it's a funny premise if you know how to tell it, but it's also kind of worn out. You know, everyone and their mother had a fucking anti-vaxxer joke at some point. Well, I feel like you can bring it back, especially now with COVID. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone saw, I mean, it's heavily divided. I mean, 80 that, million This is about the only thing that could have brought that joke back. It's the only good thing to come from COVID. <laughs> Thank you, Trump. Oh, yeah, thanks, Trump, for, for not quarantining so people take my vaccination joke serious. <laughs> uh, no, it, it, it would work now, and, like, I'm, I'm talented enough to the point where I know how to make that funny. But I just, like, streamed. I had very wordy jokes in the beginning. It'd be four sentences and then a punchline, yeah. which is too fucking much. I think we all... I mean, unless you Every, actually took a class... Everyone did that. I think everybody did that. Yeah. Um, it was it was really rough. So you never took that. a class? No. I've had some people take classes. I bought a book. You bought a, what book? Uh, the Comedy Bible, and I read four pages of it, and the comedian told me that book was trash, and just to learn, I threw that it away. Kevin? 
Or Kevin. No, it was, it was actually Shelby Dotson. Oh! <laughs> Shelby. <laughs> Probably the best advice he ever gave me. <laughs> what about that one time? Nope. In that bathroom stall? Nope. Nope? Okay. Nope. But what about... Oh, the time where it cost me hanging out with Mark Norman? <laughs> that time? Or all the times I had to carry him home drunk because he passed out at the bar and I was hitting on a girl. Those yeah. times? <laughs> Take Good that friend. Out. Take Good that friend. shit out. <laughs> Take that shit out. Oh, no, we're naming names on this podcast. <laughs> you know that. You got called out by Kevin last I'm not week. telling. Yeah, fucking speaking of Kevin. Okay, oh, here it comes. The fat bald dude hits the guy with the mustache? Because <laughs> if I'm Ned Flanders, he's Homer Simpson, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He is the Homer to yeah, your dad. Yeah, except Absolutely. for like way smarter for some reason. I mean, he is a teacher. I wouldn't say I'm he's like, smarter, hey, though. neighbor, and he's like, I'm doing physics, Flanders. <laughs> no, he's a lit teacher who he runs. Kevin knows physics. I'm sure he does. Uh, I don't he should know, have a good I, understanding with how big he is. I was gonna say, yeah, he, he must <laughs> be able to be like, yeah, I can sit in that chair. <laughs> dropped his segment uh, um no. no but no but he's a lit teacher yeah who and so he runs like a bunch of online stuff right now he, he does the workshop have you done the yeah, workshop i have i've done the workshop the workshop's cool it's a lot of fun it's it's i took it because i, I missed the stage yeah to be honest and i was like i don't know how good this is gonna go and it was very informative to get that direct feedback after your set from people who were listening and paying attention, not comedians yeah. who were bullshitting and then heard a big laugh and they were like, oh, good job. Yeah. Like, that that really is helpful as a comic. Yeah. Because I was like, man, it's going to be me and three other people. Like, this is going to be kind of boring. Yeah. And I had a great time. It's better than being in a Zoom with 11 comics. Trying to actually do a mic that you're not going to get feedback on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's some sort of open mic show. Um which isn't necessarily a knock on people who do that. I, I do I do online stuff. Yeah. Um, it's not my favorite. Um, I can I can absolutely attest to that after this past weekend. Yep. I did a show at uh, I did a live show mm -hmm. on Saturday. And it's uh, not the same. No, it's not. But that uh, I, I had to bring up Kevin. Hold on, Kevin. Oh, I got I got to come back to this. Uh, we'll put a, a bow on it. So Kevin runs a show called the Workshop, and he mm -hmm. gives you a topic, right? Yeah. So Kevin, the lit teacher, gives me a topic. And the word is philander. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Ned Flanders? Ned Flanders. That's you. We finally figured it out, Kevin. But he spells it wrong. <laughs> so, now, I'm no wordsmith, okay? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, that, that's not me. But I'm like, I think I know what this word means. I'm not sure. So I go to Google it, and the first thing I see is, I've spelt it wrong. <laughs> Do you mean? Because I used his spelling. <laughs> copy and paste. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, because a teacher gave me yeah, this. This is a real word. Yeah. And all you're getting are like misspelled Wikipedia pages. Yeah. About man. Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> a philanderer. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'd be, uh, <laughs> it'd be Clinton. <laughs> it'd be oh, Clinton. oh, I know what a philanderer is. That's a philanderer. <laughs> <laughs> Reagan philandered. <laughs> They all did. It was just some kept it undercover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JFK flandered a lot. He just got the top blown off the Maybach. So. That's right. So <laughs> he's famous for that. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, so online stuff. So I did uh, Galloping Gerties this weekend. It was a live show, and I know a lot of people are going to give me heat for that. Go ahead, send in the heat. Send it to Twitter at jgomez two hundred six. Let me hear it uh, because uh, the bar was closing. Yeah, historical bar and, and the. 
JBLM area. They've been open since the 60s, I think. Okay. Big military bar. Uh, my fucking neighbor in Olympia, his mom worked there when he was a kid. And he would go in there and eat a waffle after school every day. Really? Yeah, and he was, like, my mom's age. Okay. I think he's older than my mom. And so, like, it, it's been around forever. Huh. That, that room is near and dear to me. It was the first place I ever did 20 minutes. Really? Yep. Okay. I was, uh... <clears throat> I, was that a feature or a headline spot? It was a fucking birthday. It was a birthday. It was my coworker's birthday, and he had booked the bar side for mm-hmm. a party. So, like, other people were coming in, but it was all us there. And they have the karaoke spot. Uh, I know your stage was by the bar. This was on yeah. the opposite wall. Okay. Like by the door side. That makes sense. Yeah. And so they had karaoke. And he comes up to me when I got there. And he was like, you're going to do comedy? And I was like, hey, man, it's your show. Like, if you want me to do comedy, I can. Or we can just hang out and have a good time. And like three hours go by. And the music stops. And he's like, hey, everybody, listen up. <laughs> I Shaz here. You, if you work, if you work with us, you know him. If not, he's my coworker, <laughs> and he's he's gonna come up here. He's gonna do comedy, nice. and I was like, "Fucking a, okay." Yes, so I, I am. I grabbed the mic, and I did every joke I had. <laughs> How long had you been doing comedy at this? Six point? months. And I had just gotten really serious about it. I had just okay. started doing a mic every day of the week okay. and shit like that. And so I had, I was just getting for real with it. Nice. And I did, I popped out 20 minutes and then like he bought me a shot and I was like, oh cool. His wife handed me like 10 bucks and I was like, no, no, no like you just bought me a shot. It's okay. She's yeah. like, no, no, take, take, take. And then this dude. Oh, is she Asian? No, <laughs> no, no. She's like, oh, good thing. You think, you think. No, for you, honey. Um, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, she's just like, take it. Fucking, she's actually. Very, she, she, no, she reminds me of like every New York sitcom's wife. She's like, fuck, like the like grandma. Okay. The fucking take it, take the money, take it. Come on, like, don't be an asshole. Yeah, come on, what are you a dick or something? You're take the money. A out of I'm me. paying yeah. you. I'm paying you. No, you did. You did something good for our family. You did something good for our family. I'm trying to. No, I'm. You'll put you, a smile on my face. If you don't take it, I'm gonna smack the shit out of you. Hey, Johnny, <laughs> Johnny. Hey. This guy won't take my money. Hey, he won't take my money. Oh, you too, too good? You too good for my mom's money? Take the fucking money. He's like, all right, take the money. No, but so uh, I was going up to the bar to close out, actually. And this dude who looked like he just got out of the lockup that day. Mm. Like, fucking roughly shaved everything. Okay. Face tattoos, burly dude, baggy hoodie, fucking jeans. Like, I think he was there last on Saturday. Probably. But he fucking, he like, he's like, hey man, and he sticks his hand out. And I was like, oh, he wants to shake my hand. And he like, death grips it. Oh. And he's like, what you're doing up there is fantastic. Like, I really appreciate it. And while he's talking to me, I feel that there's something in his hand. And he's like, so I just, I just want to give this to you. It was like, thank you, man. Like, it's fantastic. Keep doing what you're doing. You know, I just, I hope it helps out. And he lets go. I was like, thanks, dude. Have a good one. And I just took whatever he gave me, put it in my pocket. Yeah. I walk outside, and I was riding back with my buddy, and I was like, what this dude give me? And I pull it out. LSD. It's a hundo. What? <laughs> he gave me a hundo. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, hey, man, let's get in the car now in case this is a wrong bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. It was supposed to be a 10. I had 520s and 100, dude. <laughs> I don't know why he got Mexican in my, in my head. <laughs> and you're ready. He said face tattoos. You're he like, said face tattoos fresh out of the lockup. Yeah. And... <laughs> Now, this dude definitely, like, hung out with Cholos in jail, but, like, he's not a Cholo. Yeah. He gets out, and he's, he's like, hey, man, it was, like, it, was, it was fucking Aryan Brotherhood or the Essays. And, like, right. and I they, like tacos. They season their food. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, AB's eating rice, so that's it. Yeah. 
It's the only white thing they serve in jail. Oh, man. (laughs) Um, It's weird how something so quote-unquote insignificant as that um, as that opportunity to go and tell jokes at in a, a fucking jerk off birthday. situation, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like your buddy's like, "Come on, get up there." Yeah. But then have it almost solidify, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's why I do what I do." Exactly. That's exactly it. Like when you get a big fucking laugh as a comedian, there's no high that competes with that. Yeah. When you say, when you say words from your brain that your brain thought. Yeah. Out of your face hole, and it makes other people laugh. You're like fucking. That's me. Yeah, that's me. I did that. It's great. Especially I when the words that usually come out of your mouth are like fucking doo doo poo poo head caveman shit. Exactly. <laughs> you sound like an idiot half the time. You're like, did he go to school? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, does he have a second grade education? <laughs> Is he a senator? I don't understand. <laughs> like. Yeah, and I'm then a lawmaker. and then you're like fucking hooker abortion joke, and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like you say that shit, and people crack the fuck up. You're like, yeah, dude, still got it. Like, still got it. It's like it's like fucking recess in elementary school. I never had. Exactly. It's a joke for every comedian because we all get that. <laughs> every comedian that listens to that is like, yeah, dude, recess did suck. <laughs> That's, it. That's my only audience is, is comedians. That's right, me That's too. That's why I egg on comedians to talk crap about other comedians. I have, I have comedians <laughs> and one dude in England and one someone in Thailand. <laughs> That's who listens to my podcast. Not even your brother at no. college. No. no. My mom listened to one episode and she goes, you guys swear too much. I can't listen to it at work. And yeah. I was like, oh, the first audible word in the podcast is Tony saying the N-word. It's in our intro song. That didn't give it away. You listen to a whole fucking episode about me talking about ending up at a whorehouse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you listen to that whole thing and you're like, mm-mm, mm-mm, too much swearing. Too much swearing. Says the F-word way too often. She was like, you should swear less. And I was like, have you met me? <laughs> I think my words were, have you fucking met me? <laughs> To really birth me. To really drive that home. Like I did learn this vernacular from you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Mom. My mom would drop something be like, motherfucking piece of fucking shit. And then I was like 14 and she quit. Oh, really? She quit swearing. Did she find Jesus? I mean, she 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 was familiar with him before that. Uh, but not no, Jesus. She... <laughs> <laughs> no, but she just like, she just quit swearing. Oh, well. And I was like... Whatever. I'm going to keep doing it. Ain't stopping me. I had soap in my mouth more than once as a kid. <laughs> I remember the first time my mom caught me swearing. I like, I was sitting there. She was t- she took a shower. And I was, I was like four, three, four years old. And I was like, shit, damn ass, fuck. Just said the ones I knew real quick. Just said it just to say them. Sure. She fucking heard me. Test the water. <laughs> she heard me. From the shower. <laughs> and fucking put soap in my mouth. Oh, man. Um, I got smacked the first time I said a bad word. I said shit. Uh huh. I think, I think my mom was telling me something about my dad, and it was right after the divorce, and like he had moved to California, and I'm yeah. like, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I got smacked. You like didn't use it right either. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what a shit, man. I feel like he should have got smacked, not me. <laughs> you know? That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Why am I getting hit? He's the asshole. I remember, like, I swore in front of my mom one time on accident after that. Uh-huh. It was it's very unintentional. And I didn't even, like, talk like this. My brain just thinks this way. 
Okay. And I was like, where the fuck did I put my Legos or whatever? And she was like, what'd you say? And I was like, where did I put my Legos? Like, it didn't even click in my head that I swore. And she, like, yelled at me about it. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, my four-year-old brain thought, oh, shit. <laughs> did I swear? Damn it. Why'd I do that? I'm such an asshole. Like, she hurt? Fuck, she hurt me? <laughs> oh, man. Um, let's see here. I wanted to ask you... Oh, so you had just talked about your podcast. Yeah. With Tony West. Yes. We gotta uh, talk about that. We're almost approaching an hour. And we, are, we, should, we should talk we about should some real talk shit. about that. Uh, are you allowed to talk about the, the oh, podcast? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Tashad is... Point five of the the downtown or the is it the downtown hiccup? It's downtown hiccup with there's no the okay. in like media, but we call it the downtown. Okay, hiccup. yeah, uh, yeah, it's downtown hiccup. It's me and Tony West, and we just get together once a week and just bullshit. Uh, we just had our first guest on, which hopefully that episode will be out sooner. It's supposed to be out already, but uh, uh, this it'll be out by the time we're yeah. we're two weeks out. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're good. But uh, <laughs> uh, we just had Josh Firestein on, uh, whose album you should check out. Needless to say, it's available on iTunes, ten dollars, or you can stream it everywhere that you can stream music. That's two. There's two plugs for him. Yeah, yeah, he owes me money. Yeah, he did. Ju- he did just have me host the show for him. So there you go. <laughs> so right, sounds all fair. Yeah, yeah. This is, but this is this is my show. This is Joke Daddy. So, <laughs> Josh, uh, you can you can catch uh, you can catch Joe Gomez <laughs> on Joke Daddy and Zoom. Cash app at Jay Gomez. Any bar that closes tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be there. I'm shutting it down. That's what I'm doing. That's what they call me the closer. He's like, oh, I got eviction notice. All right, I'll be there drinking all the tequila. Yeah. <laughs> We squatting. Hey, hey, fucker, tase me. <laughs> hey, I can't do this. They got ice here. Hey, fucker, I'm out. I gotta go home to my kids. <laughs> no, uh, it, it's me and Tony West, and we just get together and bullshit for like an hour. And sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's topical news stories. We talk about comedy, and it's uh, we try to keep it timeless, but it's it's normally like, what kind of bullshit did you read on the news today? Yeah, and we'll talk about shit like that. We tell stories from like going on the road or, or fucking just like traveling outside of comedy yeah uh it's it's a it's a fun podcast i think i mean i'm partial like fucking produce the thing but i listen i like it cool i think it's good I, i'd encourage i encourage my listeners to check out it's two votes of approval downtown hiccup with tony west and chad foster oh, wait is he first or are you first it's tony first it's tony of course it is he's such a diva no i did that you do that? I produce the whole thing. You produce the whole thing? Tony sits in the you. trailer and talks once a week. Okay. <laughs> well, in the trailer? Oh, we record his travel trailer. That's our studio right Who now. has a travel trailer? Tony. Tony has a travel yeah, trailer? Tony's got money. Is it like a pop-up, or is it like one of those no, like, no, teardrop? No, it's, no, it's, uh... it's, it's pretty decent size. It's, right. it's the size of a fifth wheel, almost. Oh, look at him. Yeah, it's got a full queen-size bed. It's got a bathroom. We piss in it sometimes on the podcast. You can hear us. Um, Why, why are you talking about the queen-size bed? It's just you two, right, doing the podcast? Yeah, we just snuggle up on the bed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you put the mic right above on a boom. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. You just lay back. Yeah, just snuggle. Sometimes you can't hear me because I'm nestled between his boobs. That's <laughs> why it's such a relaxed vibe. Yeah, yeah exactly. It. It's not relaxed <laughs> It's not relaxed. It's normally me getting drunk to the point where I'm slurring, and Tony's like, so anyways, about the aliens. I'm like, yeah, fuck an alien, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, that episode was some George Norrie, like... Oh, well, coast, we freaked out about aliens for an hour? Coast. Do you know, have you ever heard of George Norrie? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. 
QAnon. He was like, he was like aliens. They're like, dude, I'll, don't fucking talk to me about <laughs> aliens, bro. I have an alien tattoo, dude. I fucking love aliens. I have some hard points on aliens. <laughs> and he was like, oh shit, we fucking opened a hole here. He's like, we're not leaving. A wormhole. Yeah, we're fucking traveling through space and time. You tell Stephen Hawking to stay in his lane, dude. Yeah, so you guys gotta go. You gotta find Downtown Hiccup. It's on Spotify. It's on a bunch of other outlets, I'm sure. Spotify and Apple, t- Apple Music. See that? There it is. Those are the only two you really need. If you're still using Pandora, you're a loser. I don't care. And what you also say. can't get podcasts on Pandora. So. Oh. And if you're using Google Podcasts, what are you doing? Exactly. What are you doing? Um. So you got the podcast. You're hosting open mics when yeah. they come back around. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have uh, at least two shows. At We're gonna have to find a third for the one that we uh, kind of push the limits on. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, um, are, we, are we naming names there? I mean, we could. Say, I'm not going to name the venue, but okay. uh, uh, we we got on the news. Yeah, so we that was like, a tough we one. Should, we should cool it on this one. I really like that room. It's a great um, room. We put a lot, a lot of, of work into that room. I, I was, I think I could count the amount of weeks I missed on one hand. Yeah, um, I was. Anyone I, anyone who's serious about comedy in Tacoma went there at some point. Yeah, it was it was very apparent that it became a good room very quick. Yeah. And I'm gonna miss it a lot. Yeah, people. Um, people would just come into town. It's it's and a good comedy bar. It. Yeah, it's yeah. it's. We had uh, a couple drop-ins. We did. Yeah, uh, we can name those. Preacher Lawson stopped by. That's that right. Time that was fucking. Crazy. I was not there for that night. I brought him. I was up. so pissed. You were hitting me up like all night. Like yeah, I was like, where the fuck get are your you? Ass here. Yeah, and then I sent you the pictures. I was like, hey, fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was when. So he was he was just off his uh, his AGT tour, and. Yeah. Uh, He's still doing clean comedy, but he wanted to work away from it. I didn't know that. I found this out six really? months later. But I, he just did a clean set at the club. And I bring him up, and I'm like, everybody make some noise for Preacher fucking Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> he gets on stage, and he was dirty for us because okay. he was working on dirty yeah. shit, but I didn't know he was going to be that way. And I just kept, I said Preacher fucking Lawson like eight times. And everyone gave me so much shit for it. <laughs> they were like, he's a clean he's comic. A clean comic. <laughs> I was like, it's not a clean bar. I don't give a shit. Right. Yeah, he's not on dry bar. I can call, I can call him whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, it's preaker, fu- pre- preaker fucking launching. <laughs> I think I said that a few times. I got pretty drunk that show. No. Uh, it's that show? A lot of them. A lot of them. A lot of them. There was a lot of times I'd be like, uh, hey, someone's driving me home. Cause, uh, <laughs> That's the hard part, man. Like, like I like, to, I like hosting. And uh, you want to go and you want to have a good time. You want to have a couple drinks. A lot of times... Turns into 15. Drinks are being bought for you. You're in a you stranger's a house tab. at 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, well, you're trying to get through the freaking show. Yeah. But and you're, then, you're tanked. Yep. Because, like, you feel the need to have a drink in your hand every time you go on stage. But if you have a drink in your hand, you're going to drink it. Yeah. And so, yeah. You're like, oh, this one's too low. i got to get a new one. I yeah, like, oh, shit, fucking, but I, I have to get a new one because i got to go on stage. Yeah. i got to promote bar sales. Yeah, no, there's, because, like. We, we could drink for free because yeah. we were putting on the show. So I'd show up there an hour and a half early to bullshit with Tony, have two beers, yeah. set up the stage, have two beers, yeah. put out the list, have two beers, make an announcement, chug a beer, grab another one for the show, finish that by three comics in. And sometimes we were 10 <laughs> comics, 15 comics deep. And so I'm just like fucking getting worse and worse. Yeah. And 10 o'clock rolls around, we close the show out, and I'm like, oh, anyone else here staying? Or... <laughs> You guys are cool. You're gonna stay. Give me a ride home. Cool. <laughs> I'm not driving. I left my I left my car in that parking lot a lot. That was a um, that was a hard room to um, to leave at the end of the night. 
mm-hmm. at the end of a Thursday. Like I kept going, just, and and it felt good, and and everyone there cared about comedy. Yeah, the whole the except for like a handful of times, everyone that stayed for the show stayed and hung out with the comics. Yeah, and so you're getting like real live audience feedback. You are getting people. a lot of feedback. It's like it's people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about as far as joke structure goes, yeah. but they're like, "This made me laugh. This didn't." Yeah, and you're like, "Well, they'd ask you about it because yeah. they were like." I didn't agree with it. Yeah. Did a girl really pee your bed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depends. <laughs> it's a true story, too. <laughs> it really happened. You're young. It'll happen again. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> uh, do you have Do you have a oh, nope. mattress encasement? Nope. Get a waterproof mattress encasement. Oh, I just threw that mattress away, but seeing that girl. Well, I know, but <laughs> still. <laughs> get a mattress encasement that's waterproof. I don't want to be like, hey, baby, lay down on my bed. No, they're not plastic. Did you fart? No, it was oh, a mattress encasement. Why do you have that? Do you pee the bed? No, You'll girls learn. do sometimes. I spent ten thousand dollars on a new mattress. I don't I think, think I've, I don't water... think I've ever spent more than a hundred and fifty on a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> I buy Walmart mattresses, bro. Dude, it wasn't even like like my idea. Like, well, it kind of was. So we like we got kicked out of our house. Yeah, we were living in some chick's garage for eleven months, and then we bought this place. Right. Because of where we were staying, we couldn't take our queen, our king size bed. Yeah, and so I was like, "It's old, throw it away." When I buy us a house, I'm buying us a new mattress. Oh, you fucked up. <laughs> Bought the house, and now I have like a ten thousand. She's like, "Where's the mattress? fucking mattress? Dude. You just dropped two hundred fifty thousand. What's another ten, baby? Yeah. Get it in there." Yeah, I'm making fifty dollar a month payments on this mattress. <laughs> You're going to miss a Pammy. You're going to come all up to sleep on the floor. <laughs> Back on the air mattress. Oh man. Yeah. God. No, I that's don't. life. That's the way it goes. I just I'm dating a girl who doesn't pee the bed now, so I don't have to worry about it anymore. It's cool. Good, good. Yeah. You're starting to date an adult now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah apparently, 23 year olds aren't adults because they pee the fucking bed. They're not. They're not. <laughs> 23, 15. It's exactly the same. Don't fucking say that. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one sleeping with these kids. Shad. I'm 25. <laughs> God. 23 is not that young. You are so young. Isn't that weird about comedy? Not really. What? Like, we, we both have a friend who's 80. Oh, Dick? Yeah. <laughs> 80 years old. Yeah. We, we have friends into th- until this year they couldn't drink. Yeah. Like, yeah. Isn't that fucking yeah. strange? It is really weird. Comedy... <laughs> it, it melts ages. It comedy ages is really thing. weird. It's not like, oh, I'm older than you, so I'm better than you. Like You have people from varying age groups starting at the same time. It's like, hey, you're funny. Yeah. That's what makes you a friend in comedy, not age, life experience. Like, we're all like-minded enough to be like, you're funny, we're friends. Yeah. Like, it's fucking great. Yeah. No. I love the community that I found. I wasn't, I had no idea what to expect when I started doing comedy. I was like, I want to do comedy. I found an open mic. I did an open mic and I kept going. Yep. Um, and then I started going. He, he told me, he's like, are you only doing this open mic? Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Rick Taylor at Club Comedy. Yeah. He's like, is this the only one you're doing? I'm like, yeah. He's like... Okay, uh, that needs to stop now. Yeah, go somewhere else. Go other places. Yeah. Um, so that's when I started branching out here in Tacoma. I met you at like your second time doing comedy in Tacoma. At Chakabra, yeah. Yep. Okay, my first was at Bob's, and, and then, then I went to Chakabra. Love Chakabra. That was a great place. Yeah, me and Tony were the ones that were like, go to the fucking club, dude. Yeah. Go to the comedy club. You guys pushed me so hard to get onto the club. Every I, time we saw you. Yeah, and I, I did the club. I, I did it. I did it once because you guys told me to, and I loved it. And I can't forget, the sign-up is weird. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, you got to email in a month ahead. Yeah. 
You gotta uh, send a veils, basically. Yeah. Which is I, a good skill to learn. It is. That early into comedy. It is. It's like, I'm gonna be available these days, and then you know you can't do anything those days until yeah. you get your dates back. Yeah. yeah. Except having kids makes it really difficult. No, me. yeah, yeah. But Which uh, is why when you're like, I can't do it every week, I'm like, I, I get it. Like, but then <clears throat> I met Josh, and Josh was super supportive. Yep. And so Josh was like, if there's a spot, let, you know, and you're available, let me know. And he put me on a couple times, just like, short notice, and yep. it was pretty cool. I love. I, I like the club. I did good there. Um, it's it's a great feeling. To, it's a good to family environment there. with comics who yeah. go there regularly too. They all will have your back for the most part. Yeah. And or they're fucking weirdos. And <laughs> but uh, no, it, it's it, like the staff knows you and takes care of you. The comics that go there regularly yeah. know you and take care of you. Help each other out. And it's the my favorite thing about going there is the people who are there are there for comedy. Yes. They're not there because they're at a restaurant that happened to have comedy that night. Yes. They woke up and said, I want to watch a funny show tonight. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a, a more honest crowd. Because you could say something absurd at a bar, but it's not funny. And someone would be like, ha ha, this is good. Yeah. But if you do that at a comedy club, they're like, wah, wah, you yeah. suck. They wanted to see comedy. They had been on Netflix for the past week and a half yeah. watching nothing but comedy specials. Like, babe, I found a free show at the comedy club. We're going. It's two drink minimum. I don't care. Yeah, we're going to go watch uh, his open mic. I don't know who that is, but we're going to go. And they're like, there's 26 <laughs> of you. Jesus fucking Christ. They're exhausted by the end. He yeah. thought he was going to get laid that night. Yeah, and he's like, no, no, no. Don't touch it. me. I heard that man talk about his mom's pussy 18 times. Yeah. Like, I don't, don't want to do it. You never know what you're going to get with an open mic. That's why I tell people all the time. Go to an open mic. Just don't come see me. Just don't come see yeah. me. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Go to open mics, for sure. Do it. It's Or fucking, I would invite people to mics, and they'd be like, oh, I'm going to get there and miss your set. And I'm like, good. Good, <laughs> because we might hang out afterward. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you might stay and talk to me for more than five minutes. Be like, oh, good job, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> One of the things I did hear when I was first starting comedy was, um, you got to be really careful about running jokes or actually inviting people to those first, or to any shows. Yeah. Because people you know have an image of you yep. and how they perceive you to be funny. And that's not always how you are on stage. And that's not how you are on stage. Yeah. Like, almost 100% of the time. Yeah, no, there, there's... Because you have your own self-image of what you feel is funny. Exactly, yeah. And, uh, I mean, there have been there have been a handful of times where, like, I would always bring, like, my family to my open mic. Yeah. Because I'm like, hey, support the venue, whatever. And then, like, my mom would bring, like, work friends and stuff. So yeah. And that's fresh audience. Yeah. But, uh, no, like, paid shows. I'd put the word out there. But it, most of the time, the people that came weren't people who knew me personally. Yeah. Like, very well. Yeah. And, and I'm glad for that because those people are either going to try and help you out when you're not funny. Or, like, my, my roommate used to come. And I told him to quit coming because... He, I'd start a, a joke and he'd know where the story's going, so he's cracking up ten minutes early. Yeah. And I'm like, hey man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're laughing so hard, people are like, what the fuck's up with this asshole? Like, yeah. Like, like don't lead the crowd. Yeah, it's different uh, when it's a raw, honest audience, yeah. and especially at an open mic. You don't want your friend who's like, ha ha ha, that's funny because he told it to me in the car earlier. Yeah. Like, you want a crowd yeah. that's like, who's this asshole? And or I remember that. Yeah. I was there. I was there, and then they're like, who's this fucking dude? Like, you want an audience. Who's like, who's this asshole with a microphone? He's yeah. like, oh, now I'm interested, and there's the funny. Like, you want something <laughs> honest. You don't, you don't want to be like, hey, everybody, come fucking watch my open mic. Listen to me tell jokes that no one thinks are funny. Like your buddy with a sock beard. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'd hate for him to be on the crack because he'd be like, he'd crack a beer every time he told a joke. He's, you've actually met him. Have I really? Yeah, he's the dude with the beard. Oh, for real? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> that, that's Matt. That's Matt. That's a good bit. I, I appreciate that bit yeah. of yours, actually. Yeah. Uh, half of that's true. He never got arrested for it. Right. He did try to fight a bouncer outside of Jazz Bones. <laughs> Sounds like good people. We weren't even at Jazz Bones. We walked by and they were like, you can't have that out here. And he was like, suck my fucking dick. <laughs> And they were like, what'd you say? And he's like, do you want to fight? But he just kept walking. <laughs> I love it. That's I was like, good. you do have a 16-ounce beer in your hand. Like, Ain't nobody going to fight a man with a 16-ounce beer in his hand. Oh, no. No. You're, you, you're really face. not. Like, <laughs> man doesn't care about the law of society, dude. Like, fuck it. Love it. I got one last question for you. Yeah. Then we're going to wrap this up. Uh, any words of advice to a new comedian? Dude, fucking do it. I stalled it for fucking two and a half years, and I regret that more than anything. Yeah. Just get up there. You're going to suck. Yeah. You're, you're going to suck for a while. But, and it's not for everyone. If you get up there and you're like, I would rather eat broken glass than do that, then maybe don't do it anymore. But if you get up there and you're like, there's something here. I like this. Do it. If you're, if you're worried about how your jokes suck right now, find a guy who's better than you and be like, hey, man, do you want to hang out and write sometime? And then listen to him. Yeah. Like, Take the advice of comedians who are much senior to you, not two months senior, but much senior to you, and listen to what they had to say. Look at the people who are making a difference and talk to them. We all want to talk to you. And, like, if you're passionate about it, it will come. Don't give up on it. But just, if you're like, oh, I don't know if I should do this, fucking do it. (laughs) Take that jump and just fucking do it, and either you suck or you don't. And if you suck, you're like, yeah, I tried comedy that one time, and it was terrible. Remember that? Or you're fucking like, hey, man, yeah, I tried comedy once and it sucked, but I loved it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, there's, there's, it's only going to do one of two things. And it's way easier than being like, man, I should have started that sooner. Yeah. Or why didn't I ever do that? Yeah, it's it's so true. Um, I've been doing comedy now for two years. I didn't know where it was going to go when I started. It quickly was like, I want to do this every day of my life until the day I die. Yep. Um, I don't know how practical that is with having a family. I don't know how good well, I it am. It could be at any time. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> with all the kids you have. But I could die. I could die tomorrow. You could accidentally <laughs> take away your cord for the PlayStation and <laughs> end up dead. That's right. But it's like, if, if in 20 years, the, the, the best story I have is from 2020 telling jokes in a garage. Yeah. That's all I really need. And see, my what did thing, I, I didn't lose nothing. My thing is like, I know that I could die a happy person if I'm lower middle class but making a living telling jokes. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't need to be the next Kevin Hart. I just want to do this for a living. I don't even need. I wouldn't mind being a weekend. Comedian, make a couple extra bucks. Make a few hundred bucks. Yep. I don't care if you're just paying for my travel, basically. Yeah. You know. Um, as long as you know that you're passionate about it. like, You know. And you know that right away. That's yeah. not something you're like, oh, dude, I've been doing this for two years. I guess I kind of like it. Like, if you're passionate about comedy, you're like, this is what I want it to be. That's why I started the podcast. I mean, you you got, you got and Tony started yours, and you, you and I talked about it, like, mm-hmm. that first week. And it was like... It got to that point where I think a lot of us saw the writing on the wall. I was like, we're not... We need something. Yeah. 
Yeah, because my room had just shut down. Yeah. Like, for the end of it. And I was like, I can't not do something. Yeah. I can't not be funny. I can't not hang out with comics. I'm going to fucking blow my brains out or something. Like, I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. And so I was like, podcast. Tony, you want to start a podcast? And he was like, yep. Sure do. Do it. And it just took off from there. And I think it's a great outlet for comedians. There's a lot of funny people that we know in the scene who have podcasts and they're enjoyable. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's like getting a little snippet of a comedy show, but you also get like the comedic hang behind it that most people don't see and don't understand how fucking fun it is. Yeah. Like I had, I had girlfriends be like, why the fuck are you out to the bar at the bar (laughs) till 2 a.m.? Every night of the week. I'm like, you don't understand, dude. We went on a fucking 45-minute tangent about George Washington's teeth, and it was the best thing. And then you try to retell it, and they're like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> what are you talking about? Exactly. Uh, there's so many times I get home, and I had a good set. We had a good vibe. We had a good chill afterwards. Yeah. And I come home, and I'm such an extrovert. Like, I charged. So, like, I told this joke, and then they yeah. said this thing. And, and it's like 1 o'clock in the morning, and she's like, I've been asleep for three hours. Shut the fuck up. What the fuck? My girlfriend does that to me, too. Like, uh, when I recorded with Josh last week, yeah. I came home, and she's like, it's so fucking late. I was like, yeah, 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 I know. Like, it's the middle of the week. I have work the next day. I was like, yeah, I know. She's like, how was the podcast? I was like, all right, so, like, basically this thing? And she's like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear about it anymore. She's like, was it good or not good? Do, do, you, do you need to re-record, or are we good for the week? And I was like, the, the, like you told this joke, and then I said this thing, and Tony said this thing, and, and then we had this thing that we were doing, and she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> uh, a supportive partner is huge. In, uh, in the comedy game. Very much so. Yeah, uh, yeah if you get someone who makes you uh, not like to do comedy, don't be with that person. Absolutely. And, like, also, your girlfriend doesn't have to come to every show. That's right. And that's something that you learn the further you get into comedy. Like, my girlfriend now, she's like, when shows open up, like, I was like, you know I'm going to be busy, right? And she's like, I'm not coming to everyone. <laughs> I was like, great. Outstanding. And, <laughs> and when your comedian buddies have a girlfriend, you don't have to become their friend no you don't actually don't become their friend yeah because they probably like won't last long no <laughs> and not at all and then you have this like weird facebook friendship with one of them <laughs> and then it's like they hit you up and they're like hey can you ask so-and-so if they've seen my cat and you're like, <laughs> do i have to and, you and then do. you're like hey dude remember this girl and they're like ah what does she want and they're like have you seen her cat <laughs> You're like, she just messaged me. <laughs> it's weird. I haven't seen it. He's like, what a fucking weirdo. <laughs> uh, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, oh, it well. happens. Oh, well, Jack, Joke Daddy still got another fan with that, so it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she looks like my little cousin. Have I said too much? <laughs> no, dude. You're, right. going. you're not telling anyone something they don't know. <laughs> That's right. She don't listen anyways. Um, What's she going to do? Not laugh because I'm on this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I said way worse than that when we were dating and I was on stage. Nah, <laughs> that's true. No. <laughs> well, Shad, thanks for coming in, oh, man. Of course, man. This thanks has been a lot me. of fun. This is a great fucking show, dude. Thanks, thanks a lot. And uh, everybody out there, on behalf of Shad Foster and myself, Joke Daddy, you have listened to Laugh With Me, a Joke Daddy production. Peace. <laughs>